Giving birth in the Netherlands means that you're suddenly confronted with a system that may be completely different from what you are used to in your own country or what you have heard from friends and family in your own country, if this would be the first child. Janneke Oudenaarde of the midwives in Eindhoven is experiencing this from day to day to explain the Dutch system to the internationals. What is specific about the Dutch system, Janneke? Um, I think what's um, very specific for the Dutch um, obstetric system is the way we approach pregnancy and birth. Uh, in the Netherlands, we see pregnancy as, and birth as a very natural process. You're having a baby. You're not sick. Um, as an international living in the Netherlands, um, yeah, most people have experienced the medical system um, already in the Netherlands, where for every medical problem, physical and psychological, everything beside your teeth, yeah, for your teeth you go to the dentist, but for everything else you always first need to visit your GP. You cannot directly go to the hospital uh, if you have a medical problem. No, you always first visit your GP. Uh, your GP knows a lot. He can uh, do a lot of tests. Uh, he or she can prescribe medication. And it's only when your medical problem is too severe that you're being referred to the hospital to a specialist in that specific medical problem. Um, being pregnant in the Netherlands, you come into the same system, uh, but the GP is being replaced by the midwife. When you're healthy and when you have a healthy pregnancy, your pregnancy is being checked by a community midwife. Um, she will check you from the very early beginning. Um, she will um, see you in the beginning every month, checking to see if you're doing okay, your blood pressure, your weight, um, checking to see if the baby grow, grows well. She performs ultrasound, she orders blood tests, everything to see if your pregnancy is going okay. Um, It's only when a problem arises, for example, um, you have a high blood pressure or you develop gestational diabetes, or there can be other medical reasons. At that moment, she also asked the gynecologist to take a look at you. It could be that you only have one appointment uh, in the hospital and the gynecologist says, oh yeah, I've done some extra checks, but it's okay, you can go back to the midwife. And sometimes the problem is a little bit more severe and the gynecologist uh, will take over from the midwife. But as long as you're healthy and the baby's doing well, the pregnancy is being checked by the midwife. And I think that's a big difference than uh, what people are used to uh, from their own country. So you play a quite central role, but it's not only a medical role. No, exactly. Um, the midwife in the Netherlands is like, like a gatekeeper. So her main job is a medical one to see if what you're going through is going the way it should. But besides that, besides all the medical checks she's uh, doing, um, she's also there to be your coach and your confidant throughout the whole process. Because having a baby is a major life event. Um, and you will go through so much, not only physical, but also psychological, uh, with, with emotions, hormones, your changing role in your relationship, but in society as a whole. Um, that's something that the midwife also would like to guide you through. So that's a pretty complete picture, but I can imagine that there is, again, also the discussion about whether to give birth in a hospital or to do that at home. And you will not be the one who um, go through that process if it is in a hospital. So there is more in that system. Yeah. 
Yeah, when uh, you have had a healthy pregnancy, uh, in the Netherlands you have the possibility to choose whether you want to deliver at home or in the hospital. That's something that we will discuss throughout the pregnancy, um, but at the end it's your decision. We will talk to you about the pros and the cons of both home and hospital delivery, but at the end it's your decision. If you do decide um, to have the baby in the hospital, uh, but there's no medical reason to be there, then also your community midwife who has been guiding you throughout the pregnancy uh, will be there for your delivery. So you will have been given instructions uh, when to call when the delivery starts, the midwife will come to your house and when it's time to go to the hospital, you go there together with your midwife. But also during the delivery, uh, the same as during the pregnancy, the midwife works as, as the gatekeeper. So she will check you and the baby to see if everything goes okay. And if at a certain moment there seems it seems that there might be a problem, for example, there's not enough progression. Uh, we see sometimes, for example, that the baby poops into the amniotic fluid. That's a reason for extra checks. Or, for example, if you need certain medication against the pain, that could be a reason to uh, transfer the supervision of the delivery to the gynecologist mm -hmm. in the hospital. Yeah, so the midwife, the community midwife, is there for the most natural births, most uh, well pregnancies to guide you through them. So it is something to think about right early on in this phase. Do you want to give birth in the hospital? Do you want to do it at home? And I can imagine that that is often something to discuss with internationals who may be used to routinely doing that in a hospital. Yeah. Yeah, what I mostly do when people come to visit us the very first time, I try to reassure them. They they come to us and yeah, a lot of times I can see a little bit of anxiety on their faces. Uh, who are you? What is what is a midwife? Um, I've heard that I have to deliver at home and I've heard that everybody in the Netherlands does it without an epidural. So I first try to 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 calm them down and to reassure them that their preferences count. So if they want to deliver in the hospital, if they want to have an epidural, those that is possible. But during the nine months, I do want to talk to you about the pros and cons of every possible intervention. And then at the end, it's your decision to make. Yeah, so you can already, we've had people coming in and saying, well, um, uh, I'm here now, but at 36 weeks, I will go back to France to my own gynecologist and well, I will have my epidural. And then along the way, they, they got so much trust in themselves, in the midwife, in the Dutch medical system, that at the end they said, well, maybe I'll try to have my baby at home with you. And that's not my goal. Mm -hmm. uh, people have to deliver there where they feel most safe. Um, but you can change your mind along the way. How is that in the internationals that you meet with the Chinese, with the people from India, with wives from France, you mentioned. Do you see significant cultural differences or is it everyone against the Netherlands? <laughs> no, we do see cultural differences. Um, and that's the, the beauty for us for working with, with the international population. I think in our practice, we have like 70% uh, people from, from other countries. Um, and the more you work with people from different countries, um, 
the more you also know about their cultural backgrounds and uh, how things go in their country. And I'm always very interested in how things go because I can also learn from those stories. So we do see some cultural differences and I don't want to um, to, to put everybody in, in one corner uh, saying, oh, the Chinese people this and the Indian people this. That's not what I want to do. Uh, but yeah, we, we do see similarities within uh, the same community. So there are differences between the internationals, but then I would believe it makes sense to let also the internationals talk to the group of internationals, to put them together and let them debate about how it is in the Netherlands, how it is in their country, how yeah. they struggle with making a lot of choices. Yeah, yeah. Um, what we see a lot of the times is that when people are within the system, uh, in the Dutch system, they do get to appreciate it. We know that in other countries, the C-section rate, a cesarean section where you have surgery to have your baby, is very high. And we have people coming from Brazil, for example, where the, the, the C-section rate is 85%, where in the Netherlands it's 18 or 19%. So we do see that along the way, people start to appreciate, appreciate our natural way in the way we approach a pregnancy and delivery. Um, but I agree, um, it's not only... It shouldn't be only me talking. It shouldn't be only me lecturing them about uh, the pros and the cons and what's good or not good about any system. Um, we also like women to talk to each other. And what we have for that is uh, something called centering pregnancy. And centering pregnancy is a way of prenatal care. Um, and it has come over from the United States, not something that we have invented. A lot of practices offer it, uh, midwifery practices offer it, offer it in the Netherlands. But here in Eindhoven, uh, we offer it also to our international community. And with centering pregnancy, you form a group of women, um, uh, like 10 women, who more or less have the same due date as you have. Instead of the individual prenatal check, uh, which takes like 20 minutes every time, you have nine pre-scheduled meetings together with those other women, and those meetings take two hours. So you spend much more time with your midwife, who eh, will be there during those meetings, than that you would have during your individual uh, uh, checkups. Mm -hmm. During those meetings, um, the first half hour, we do the medical check on everybody, and we really invite people to take part in that medical check. Even so we, if... That's a common, let's say, privacy things would pop up there. or Yeah. But um, it can also build a team and, and uh, give confidence. Yeah, exactly. Uh, people come in and, for example, they measure their own blood pressure. And then we talk about, okay, but what is a normal blood pressure? And by having them check it every time by themselves, they can see, okay, what is my blood pressure doing? Am I going through this in a healthy way? And that's different than me checking your blood uh, pressure and saying, okay, no, it's okay. And I write it in a computer and that's it. And so we actively involve them in their medical um, uh, check. The same goes for their weight. Then we take them separately to uh, examine their belly. But those 10 women, I can see in half an hour. And then we still have one and a half hour left to talk about all kinds of different subjects. And those can be things about, okay, how do I go through the pregnancy in a healthy way? What is healthy nutrition? Um, and that's where also the, the different uh, countries come in. Um, what is considered healthy in India? What is considered healthy in China? How can we find um, similarities in those things? Uh, we talk about uh, breastfeeding versus formula. 
uh, we talk about, okay, um, what kind of uh, characteristic from your husband would you like to see in your baby? How were you raised? What would you like to take from your upbringing um, in your own upbringing of your children? We talk, of course, about the delivery, uh, pros and cons of at home and in the hospital, um, natural ways of pain relief versus medical ways of pain relief. By doing that in a group, um, we um, see that, first of all, um, it, we, we build a social network around those women. So a lot of women uh, coming from other countries, uh, they can be quite lonely here. And especially going through the pregnancy by themselves without the support of family, um, they can be quite lonely. So we offer them an instant social network with women going through exactly the same as they are. Because you do that check in a group, you also hear other people's stories. So you recognize yourself in other people. Mm -hmm. And you also hear questions coming from other people, uh, which you might not even have considered about asking. So you learn much more than coming to an individual appointment. So we see that people build a lot more confidence, the social network. Um, there are a couple of uh, meetings where the women are there by themselves. There are a couple of meetings where the partners also come along. And of course, during those meetings, we will talk about the delivery and the time after birth. But each and every one of the women who have participated say, okay, I've learned so much more than I could have imagined. Uh, and we will start, I think, our 32nd group uh, next week. So we've had over 300 women already in the groups. And yeah, each and every one of them was so enthusiastic telling it to their friends. Um, so we really, really um, um, yeah, advise this to people to uh, participate uh, in these sessions. I can imagine that someone has a question or may not exactly know how to phrase it or has some uncomfortable feeling about a certain topic. And then it may be very helpful if someone else asks exactly that question. Exactly. That I always tell them the question that you have and that you're maybe afraid to ask, probably your neighbor has the same question. So just ask it. And in the beginning, there's a, a paper on the wall and people can also write down their questions anonymously if they want. Um, and then often you see that during the session and the question is being being answered, that still other people say, but, oh, I had the same question. Are oh, you having that too? Oh, okay, that reassures me that uh, you're going through the same thing. No. Interesting. How are you doing that in Corona times? Yeah, good question. Uh, we really wanted to continue with uh, the Centering Pregnancy Sessions because we think it's so valuable. So um, when, yeah, before this lockdown, we still continued in group, but we uh, hired a very big room where people could keep their distance. And every group said, no, no, it's still okay. We want to continue with our mask and uh, keeping our distance. At this moment, we say no, it's it's not uh, responsible anymore to meet in group. So we have moved everything online. Uh, we do Zoom sessions, um, which we still try to keep very interactive. Uh, so we use uh, the, the, all the Zoom possibilities. We use Padlets. We use Mentimeters. I've discovered a whole new world <laughs> online. But to keep it interactive, because we know that just giving a lecture about something that doesn't work, that doesn't stick. But participating in it, yeah, you will learn so much more. And the lectures you can find all over the place on the internet. Exactly. So the added value there may be smaller, but that may also raise the question that if you do an online session, you may do it with all the Chinese women in the Netherlands or with all the Indian women in the Netherlands or all the German women in the Netherlands and do not mix with the internationals. Do you see an advantage of mixing nationalities? 
Yes, I do. Uh, everybody can learn from everybody. Um, and if you only uh, listen to the people who uh, think the same way as you do, you will stay in, in those thoughts. No, you can only um, learn um, from different opinions and then form your own opinion. Janneke Oudenaarde was our guest in this podcast for BrainPod. She's a midwife, works for the midwifery practice in Eindhoven and Kinderrijk Meerhoven.